Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Anthony Kent. And I'm Derek Morris. And we're just so happy you're with us today. Whether you're a pastor of a congregation or a lay leader in your local church, the topic today, Anthony, so relevant for each one of us. It is. How to study the Bible personally. And you know, I, I'm so excited about the guest because this young Bible teacher has been such a blessing to my life. Yeah, and to mine as well. Oleg Kustiuk, he's the, the Bible teacher for the Hope Channel. A very significant responsibility and a real passion for the Bible. Yeah. Uh, I know it's going to be a great blessing. Thanks, Derek, and I'm looking forward to it too. Stay right, with, stay right where you are. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is how to study the Bible personally. And our guest is Oleg Kustiak. Oleg, of course, is the Bible teacher, the resident Bible teacher on Hope Channel. Oleg, thanks so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Now, tell us a little about the, your program on Hope Channel. Yeah, it's, it's cross-connection. It airs every week on Tuesday, and it's a live program. Wow. And it's a, a live, in-depth, interactive Bible study. Terrific. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're the man to help us with understanding how to, how to study the Bible person. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. And I hope you will help me as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're a team. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Now, Oleg, um, what does the Bible mean to you? I can see that you've got an obvious passion for it, but tell me about your appreciation of the Bible. You know, it's, it's fascinating because the Word of God is actually was the source of my conversion. And because of the Word of God, I was converted. Even though I was born into a Christian family, mm -hmm. and, and, and I grew up listening to my father's sermons because my father is a pastor, right. and also listened to my grandfather's sermons because wow. he was also a pastor. Yes. But uh, it never appeared, I mean, I never had this personal experience of conversion until I started studying the Scripture myself. Wow. And then I realized that it is, and, and I am borrowing this from one of the rabbis, 11th century rabbi, he said that the scripture is like a letter that was, give, that was sent to, to, the subject, to his subject by a king. So a king sent this letter and the letters faded mm -hmm. and the meaning is very obscure. Mm -hmm. But despite all those difficulties, I am a subject. And I would like to start studying every, every, every letter of the Bible, every concept of the Bible, because I be believe that I love this author. I love this king. Mm. And that's why I, I enjoy studying the Bible. That's why I enjoy yeah. digging deep. So you find that by studying the, the word, obviously, it brings you closer to God and you're building a, a love relationship with this God. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay, let's jump right into it then. What would you suggest to somebody who wants to build a, an experience and, and study the Bible with, with some depth or into some depth? Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody once just said that uh, before you pick up any other book, 
yeah, when you pick up any other book and you start studying it, then you fall in love with the author. And mm -hmm. then you pick up another book by the same author. Mm -hmm. With the Bible, the concept is slightly different. Because first you need to fall in love with the, with the author. And then you pick up the book. And then you start studying the Bible. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, uh, it can be both. It can be either from studying the scripture that you become passionate about God and Jesus Christ, or you become passionate about Jesus Christ, and then you want to know more about him opening the words of the scripture. Yeah, yeah. So first and foremost, I would like to suggest everyone who is willing to get deep into the word of God and want to personally experience this transformation to be passionate about what he's doing or what she's doing, mm. to be passionate about the word of God, in other words. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you have a particularly favorite translation that you like to work with? Uh, this is a good question. It depends on the, uh, whether it's an Old Testament or a New Testament. Right, okay. <laughs> because if it's a New Testament, I prefer Greek. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yes. But if it's an Old Testament, of course, I use, uh, it, again, and uh, I think the, uh, the beauty of today's age 21st century is that all translations are easily accessible immediately, mm. almost instantaneously. Mm. Of course, uh, sometimes I use New Living Translation. Okay. Sometimes I use New International Version, mm -hmm. or sometimes I use New King James Version. Right. So it depends on the situation and it depends on my mood as well, I would say. Okay. okay. And this is the beauty of the Word of God. So you use a, a range of translations yes. in your Bible study and you find that that blesses you and, and so forth. But you also mentioned you like to study Greek. Yes. Now, there's a bit of a challenge in, in learning some of the biblical languages, but you think it's worth it? Oh, not only worth it, I think it's, uh, it's the greatest blessing that you can get. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, uh, all peop uh, those people who fall in love with Jesus Christ and who, who are the followers of Jesus Christ, they will inevitably fall in love with the word that he left. And this is fascinating. I would like us to turn to uh, John chapter 8. Sure. Verse 31, and let the Bible speak for, for itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So John chapter 8. Yeah, John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. And it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It's, it's interesting because probably in your translation it sounds a little bit different. Slightly different. Slightly different, yeah. It says, if you hold to my teaching. Hold to my teaching. Mm. Uh, and uh, in, in Greek it also says, uh, you abide in my word, remain. Mm. There is a word that used, remain in my word. Mm. And then Jesus continues, you are my disciples indeed. Yes. So how important then the studying of the scripture is if Jesus himself says, that if you abide in my word, then you are indeed my disciple. Wow. Yeah. How can the world see that I am the disciple of Jesus? Mm -hmm. If I study and abide in his word, and secondly, mm -hmm. if I am his hands on this earth. Mm -hmm. That's a valuable point. Thanks, Oleg. Yeah. So when, when you approach the Bible, mm -hmm. how do you like to approach it? Yeah. Okay, we, we get there. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think, and I would like to share with you some, uh, some, some of the findings that I found for myself. And I would like to suggest that uh, Bible study is a, 
is not something it's not like a criteria i cannot give you like 12 points and then mm -hmm. if you follow those points you will be completely uh, completely educated and well grounded in the word mm -hmm. of god mm -hmm. because it's this is the beauty of the scripture. Yes. The scripture was written by many people. We know that more than 40 authors mm -hmm. were in charge of uh, re 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 writing this, this book. Right. And it was written over the period of 1500 years. Yeah, that's some lifespan, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and I think when we approach the scripture, there are different methods. And I would like to share just my personal method. Sure, sure. First, I would like to suggest that we need to get rid of our old way of reading the scripture. Okay, let, let me just digest that for a minute. What, what can you clarify that for yeah. us? What do we need to get rid of? Yeah, and I hope it doesn't sound very harsh mm -hmm. because again, it's just my personal approach. But what I would suggest that first of all, we need to, when we come to the scripture, we need to leave aside all our presuppositions. Okay even our religious opinions mm -hmm. and let the author with the capital A, mm -hmm. the author of the Bible, of the word of God, God himself, speak to us. In other words, um, whenever I approach the scripture, I try to become a blank slate, mm -hmm. completely free of all my presuppositions. Mm -hmm. And I ask God to teach me on these pages. Okay. So... It's, it's a tall order to completely empty ourselves mm -hmm. and to come without our cultural and our denominational biases. Mm -hmm. um, how, how would you suggest that we do that, Oleg? How can we do that? You know, uh, the beauty of the Bible is one of the greatest beauties of the Bible is that the author of the Bible is still alive. Mm -hmm. And... And you know, uh, when we approach any other book, it's, it's hard because we need to, when, whenever we study the book, we need to understand and get the understanding of what the author's intention was mm -hmm. when he was writing. Yeah. But when we approach the scripture, and if we truly believe that the author is alive and he has tremendous power, then we can ask him to reveal it to us and help us to be em emptied, maybe even emptied of all those presuppositions that we had. That's a valuable point. So not only are we hearing the word of God, but we can talk to the word of God, the, the God of this word, Absolutely. and he can respond to us. Absolutely. Thanks, Oli. There's plenty more we want to explore with you. Yeah. We're so glad that you've joined us. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is how to study the Bible personally. And our guest is Oleg Kustiuk. Thanks again for coming on the show, Oleg. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Now, in the first segment, we yeah. found out that in Bible study, it's important that we approach the, the Bible mm -hmm. and we empty ourselves as much as possible of culture and we make ourselves available to the leading of God's Word. Absolutely. Culture, theology, our preconceived notion of what the Bible has to say, because sometimes we, we, we know, when we open the Bible, we already know what it, it has to say. Right. But, but God is encouraging us to actually, on, this, on the words of His words, yes. according to His words, He says, okay, I want to teach you mm -hmm. Don't teach the Bible what it has to say. Yes. Yeah. You also mentioned the advantage there of learning the biblical languages, particularly Greek in the New Testament. Yes. Now, what's, what's a, another guideline that you would mm -hmm. have for us in, in personal Bible study? So first, we, we do need to, and, and again, uh, this is what I do whenever I approach the scripture, and I think this is very crucial and very important for us to empty. And second valuable element that we need to also take, take into consideration is that the Bible is not a collection of verses right. and chapters, right? but the Bible is a collection of books. Right. And there is 66 of them, yeah. One book, but 66 internal books. Absolutely. Yeah. And all of those 66 books, they have different genres. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes genre of a specific book can help us to, uh, to, to learn how to approach that particular book as well. Right. Give us an example of that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, for instance, if we uh, study uh, the Psalms, mm -hmm. Psalms, we know that it's poetry. Yes. So when we approach the po poetry, we, uh, it's, not, it's not quite, uh, it's not only prophecy. Mm -hmm. So poetry, it can have elements of prophecy, such as, for instance, elements of prophecy about Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. because there is a number of elements of uh, prophecies about Jesus Christ in Psalms. Mm -hmm. But mostly it's a poetry. Or when we approach Proverbs, mm -hmm. Proverbs, it's uh, more practical guidelines. Oh, yeah. Or, for instance, when we approach the Gospels, it's a completely, entirely different genre of, uh, of literature. It's, it, some say that it never even existed in the first century. It was something that God himself, so to speak, gave mm. or pre pre portrayed and pre presented to us. Yeah. Now, while there are 66 different books, mm -hmm. I think it's well known that many of the books quote from other books within the Bible as well. Yeah. How does that impact our Bible study? Absolutely, and this is a very important point. Uh, it's, it, it will be interesting probably for some of our viewers to know that the, uh, the Bible as we know it today is divided into verses and, uh, and chapters happened only in the 13th century. Mm -hmm. First it was divided into chapters and 16th century when it was divided into Bible verses. Mm -hmm. And those are not really based only on, uh, on, the, on the concept but it was just sentences or uh, chapters, etc. But uh, it is very important to understand that uh, the New Testament, for instance, it uses a lot of the Old Testament prophets or uh, Torah, which is the Pentateuch, five books of the Old Testament. That's the first, first five. First five, yes. Yes. Or prophets mm -hmm. or uh, poetry yes. again. Yes. So uh, whenever we study the Bible, we need to approach it holistically. Mm -hmm. And this is what is crucial. In other words, we need to see how the, uh, the one, what, this is the beauty, okay, let me just sure. put, yeah, stop for a second. One of the grandeurs of the Bible 
the greatest beauty is that even though it was written by 40 authors over the period of 1,500 years, there are a number of red threads that go through the entire Bible and finally all of them tangled together into one beautiful cross. Mm. Mm. Cross. Mm. Because we know whenever we open the scripture that all of the scripture testifies about Jesus Christ. Yes. And, and it's not my words. And I would like us to turn to uh, John chapter 5, right. verse 39. And it beautifully says, verse 38 and 39. John chapter 5, verse 38 and 39. This is what Jesus says. Mm -hmm. But you do not have his word abiding in you, because whom he sent, him you do not believe. You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, but these are they which testify of me. It's fascinating because in, um, in Greek it would say even the, the scripture exists to testify mm. about me. Mm. So it's not just a secondary purpose of the scripture to testify about Jesus. No, this is the primary yeah. importance of seeing scripture. And I think another important point is, is that when Jesus said these words, the scriptures were actually what we would call the Old, the Old Testament. Testament. Absolutely. So even in the Old Testament, Jesus has demonstrated so clearly. And that's a lovely point that you've described there is that that red thread. Mm -hmm. It's it's a, a golden thread in some respects Absolutely. as well. Yes. 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 The, the story of Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. So we have 66 books. Mm -hmm. In, in one book. Yes. But each book is a whole in itself, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's why I would like to encourage uh, whoever is approach, uh, whoever wants to study the Bible, first you need to empty yourself and then you also need to read the entire book of the Bible mm -hmm. to get the entire concept, the entire feel or skim through it and then mm -hmm. go from one chapter to another. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is what, what is practical. So understanding the, the context, understanding the genre of the book, yes. the style of the author, perhaps something a, a little about the author Absolutely. Um, we'll also or the writer. We know that God is the yeah. ultimate author. Yes. Yeah. Valuable insights. Thanks, Oleg. Thank we'll you. be right back with more of Ministry in Motion.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Today's topic is how to study the Bible personally. And our guest is Oleg Kustiuk. Oleg, when, when you're studying the Bible, mm -hmm. what questions are you asking of yourself? Mm -hmm. And what questions are you asking of the Word? And, and you know, Anthony, you're, you're getting to the core of a Bible study because it is very important to learn how to ask right questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I would, I would like to suggest three main questions that we need to ask whenever we approach the Scripture. Uh, first, we know, that we, we established that the, the Word of God is eternal Word. So it's God's Word, God's revelation. So we need to ask three questions. First question, what did, what was the original intent of the author or the writer with a small a? Right. And this is when, uh, when it is very important to go to experts, mm -hmm. in quotation marks. Yes. Experts, I mean books or um, encyclopedias, commentaries. Background material where we can ascertain what the history was of that time, what of was going time. on and so Ex forth. Yes. Exactly. As pastors and some Bible students, they call it exegesis, mm -hmm. which means in Greek it means out, to, to lead out. Right. So in other words, you lead out the main idea of the text on the surface. Yes. So you want to see this main idea on the surface. Of the historical context Absolutely. That, that it occurred in. Exactly. Right. But it's not the last question and it's not the only question. Right. There is a very significant second question, which mm -hmm. we also, and that which I ask and we need to ask. What does this mean for me mm. today? Mm. So after I've done my background work, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a long period of time. It is, and the more you study the scripture, the less time it will require because you will, you will see all those, all those links, hyperlinks, mm. if you mm. will, like in the computer, hyperlinks immediately. Yes. So once you've done your background work, then you come to the question, so what does this text have to say to me today? What does God want me to learn from this text today? Mm. And most of the time it's God, how God reveals himself. Yeah. And this is what is very important. So it's very practical and very devotional. Mm. When I come to, to conclusion that, okay, some of these points that author is with small a mm -hmm. writer yes. is trying to say while he was inspired by God is very important for me today because I want to be faithful, because I want to be observant, because I want to uh, love others. I want to grow. I want to grow eventually. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So we ask what the original meaning was. Yes. Now, what does it mean to me yeah, in the 21st today. century? Absolutely. Okay. Any other questions? And, and there is another very important question. Mm -hmm. And the last question, third question is now, since I've learned it for myself, what the original meaning was, what it means for me today, how I can help others to see it and to feel it as well. Right. Because this is the uh, greatest uh, commission of, Christian, of all Christians. Yes. We are called to go and teach and make disciples. Mm -hmm. And this is how we do it. Unless we haven't immersed ourselves in the Word of God, we will not come to the third important point. Yeah. And this is very important. To, to understand and how apply it, how we can tell others about what we have learned. And you know, something I've discovered, Oleg, is when, when I've discovered, I call it a gem. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I can't keep quiet about it. There's, there's a, 
there's a pearl, there's a beauty here that I've just got to share. And I'm sure that's the same for you. I've seen it with you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes tears are running down the face. Because, exactly. Because the face, because you just, yeah. it's so beautiful. It's so grandeur. Yeah. And this is not something that we're wanting to impose upon others, that we're mm -hmm. forcing them. Ah, because the Bible says this, you must do this. To mm -hmm. me, and I don't sense that from the context in which yeah. you're talking, we're not wanting to impose a, a biblical mandate upon people. No, no, no. But to taste and see, and to see how good it is. You know, uh, there is a Bible verse, it's in uh, John chapter 4. Uh, out of, your, uh, out of you, there will be rivers of wa living water flowing. Yeah. But what we need to do, we need to come to this well, drink from this well, and once we drink from this well, only then the living waters will be flowing all around the globe because we are so excited about it <laughs> and we cannot be silent. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous picture, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. So let's just recap yes. in 30 seconds <laughs> where we've been with, with our program today. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, we divest ourselves of preconceived ideas. Absolutely. And we allow the word to speak to us. Amen. Yes. Okay. Talk us yeah. through the next point. Second very important point, we need to remember that the Bible is a collection of books, 66 books, and not Bible verses and Bible chapters, just chapters. Right. And third point, which is very important, God's word is eternal word. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to ask three questions. What was the original meaning of the text? What did the author intended? Second, what, is, what does it teach me today? Yes. How does it transform my life? And third, how now I can tell others about what I have discovered? Mm -hmm. And you know, something that resonates with me is that red thread that you spoke about. Absolutely. Looking for Jesus Christ in the text. He seems to be He's in so there. Many He's always there. Exactly. Yeah. And the theme of the Bible. Absolutely. Oleg, thanks. Thanks so much. And we're delighted that you've joined us for this program of Ministry in Motion. If you've enjoyed today's program, we'd like to share something with you. Ministry Magazine. If you're a pastor, we'd encourage you and invite you and welcome you to visit our website, ministryinmotion.tv. And you may be eligible to receive a complimentary subscription to Ministry Magazine. It's a very popular and well-received magazine. It's received in more than 200 countries around the world. Write to us at feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. Tell us about your church, your ministry, and you may be eligible for this complimentary subscription. But until next time, may God richly bless you and your ministry. And please know that we are praying for you.